0: Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week, we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana.
1: And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss with all of our thoughts and feelings about the world of Harry Potter. About the book. Whatever. All of it. All of it. Today, we're discussing chapter 24 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Rita Skeeter
0: scoop. Um, we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. You can use the hashtag wizardteam on Twitter to follow along.
1: Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Do you want to write about it? We have a project called Hogwarts BSU, which is a collection of stories, fan art, etc., illustrating what it would be like to be a black Hogwarts student. And let me tell you, we just got back from WizardCon. There are so many black Potterheads, y'all. It's so lit. It's really great. So lit. So how about you take your Black Potterhead self and you submit, you can check out org for the guidelines.
0: Love our blog, love Wizard Team, have a few extra galleons lying around. Please consider becoming a Patronus. We video record these Wizard Team episodes and, Patrona and I have access to those videos most of the time in theory. Um, at $5, actually we've been really good at it. I... It's been a blur. Um, five dollars a month, you get video, you get the video of the recording the Tuesday before the episode drops, and at ten dollars a month, you get the link to watch us record live and to join a chat room on Slack while we discuss the episode.
1: If you want to donate but can't do a monthly donation? You can send us a cheering chart by donating to our PayPal. You can find the links to donate at slash donate.
0: Um, and if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, or even if you do, rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, I think we're on, um, and other things.
1: Where all podcasts are found. Yes. That's what I like to say. I'm not exactly sure if that's true. And if there is a place where podcasts are found and you can't find us, let us know so I can put us up there.
0: It's accountability. is important.
1: Yeah. we're in the, It's a team. Mm-hmm. It's a team. So, you know, do your part. Speaking of someone who's doing their part, you should subscribe to our newsletter and see what Bayfriend Deborah at DL Winfee has to say about the goings-on of the week. Actually, I don't know if she's still doing it, but she was doing it this month, and we love
0: and appreciate it. she did and it in
1: April. It. Yeah, she did the first week in April, which was... I don't know why we thought we... Anyway.
0: I didn't. I forgot. Sorry. That's <laughs> true. Most
1: weeks, we share nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. Go to blackgirlscreate.org and subscribe to that newsletter. Also, Deb, don't think I didn't catch that shade about how I almost said something nice about Snape, which I didn't, and that's blasphemy and that's libel. She did. I but
0: didn't. It's okay. Follow us at We Black and Nerds, like us at Black girls Create. Um, join the Wizard Team Facebook group. We can still talk about Harry Potter and stuff in Facebook. That's fun. Um, join the Slack group where we talk about Harry Potter and more. It's all it's all fun. It's important um We have Shield starts again. Ooh. Yesterday, since most of y'all are hearing it on Wednesday, but it's about to start, or it started and it went down. I don't know what happened, but I know it was lit. um What else? Game of Thrones is coming back soon. Orphan Black is coming. We're going to have a Clone Club channel. Clone Club? I mean, Club. Even, if, even if you're not in the TV, which that's weird, but if you're not, you can talk about books, which is not weird. The TV part's weird. The books aren't. They're not um, being
1: into TV part is yes, weird. Yes, thank
0: you. Um, so, you know, you can do that. You can talk about just, like, random stuff if you want. We got a random channel. If you want to talk about... Um, what else do we have on the Slack? We have a lot of things. Um, Humble brags if you're doing things and you want to just, like, get juiced up a little bit. Just be like, hey, guys, I'm doing this thing.
1: And then also because, you know, this is, like, a team you know the team can support,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: I'll be exactly. like, "Hey guys,
0: I'm doing a thing. and we'll be like, "What?
1: Can we get a link? Can we get some tickets?
0: Where can so? you hook the
1: sister up though? Because you know we pull. You know what I'm saying? You know, just a little bit, just a little, oh,
0: just a little, just a little shit. Little look at you, look at you. It's it's pretty it's pretty fun. It's a good idea. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So join the Slack if you want to. You know, talk about nerd things with your friends, and then also get a confidence booster. And now for Wizard Team news that we don't really have. Yes, we do. Okay. Um, Y'all should have seen me because you know
1: I can't see, and we're in. um, Shout out to Bayana's dad and stepmom. We're in like a real studio, like professionals, y'all. This is like legit. There's like soundproofing on the walls. It's dark. It's dark.
0: There's like a keyboard next to me and like a real microphone.
1: Yeah. If I fall asleep, it's because it's really chill <laughs> it's, and quiet it in here, is. and it's been a it's long like day. It's like soundproofed.
0: It's kind of cool. But
1: the reason why it's been a long day is because we just got back from celebrating Biana. I was going to say something kind of like, I don't know. I wanted it to be clever, mean? but then it wasn't oh. clever, and then it was just like, it wasn't mean.
0: Oh,
1: okay. It was, was going to be like, your glow up. but It was not well, not glow up. That was not the right word, and then it just took too long. See, <laughs> because I'm tired. Cause we went to Disneyland, but well, we went to California Adventure, which is my first time ever going to California Adventure. That's, I swore so. that, that was the
0: um, I swore that was the big kid side of Disneyland. <laughs> like as a kid, like when I went and like we only went to the Disneyland side because it was my sister's fifth birthday. I've told people this at this point like three times, but. Um, it was my sister's fifth birthday, and then the year after, I went for my cousin's third birthday. So I just thought, like, oh, kids aren't allowed in California Adventure, because that's where <laughs> big kids go. And I want to go there, because I'm a big kid, but I can't go, because it's for these little kids' parties. <laughs> and so this is the first time I got to go to the big kid side, y'all. It's pretty much the same as the other side. It's just lit. I mean, it's not the same, but, like, it's, like, it's, it's all ages. It's not. It's, there's you no don't have to kids. be a big
1: kid yeah. or a little kid. You can just be a kid.
0: But it was a thing that I thought, and so... It was fun, it was awesome um, and
1: I don't wanna like you know it was Bayana's birthday we were celebrating Bayana's birthday or whatever, but um But she I met Goofy. Yeah. And he gave me a hug. Say that. And he sent my autograph book. So you know. But I mean we were there for Bayana, but I met Goofy and Mickey. And Mickey. And Frozone. And I was like, I like your super suit. Where is your super suit? It's right here. Um, and shout out to Christelle yes. for signing us shout in. Out um, shout out to Connie for introducing us to Christelle and all of the awesome
0: Twitter friends. We,
1: do, we got to do like super quick. Things. It got real cousiny at one point because I was supposed to leave on Sunday and then, you know, I didn't. And and then they were like, I was like, so can I, can I crash at the hotel? And they were like, nah. And I was like,
0: Well,
1: I'll see you there. Okay, but I'm coming. (laughs) And then they were like, go get us stuff. And it was really cousin-y, and it was was really good. It was really good. Shout-out to Maddie. I don't think she listens to this because she's not really into Harry Potter, but she was great to hang out with. And she came to WonderCon with us the next day, and WonderCon was good, but we should have had panels there. But the cosplayers of color were on it, y'all. Check out our
0: Instagram. There was... There was an, old, like an older Asian couple. And they oh. were the doctor and Amy Pond. And they carried around a TARDIS. Oh. They
1: and were adorable. And when he walked by and I noticed he was the doctor, he was like, oh wait, come along, Pond. And that was his wife. And that was so cute.
0: It was adorable.
1: They were the most. And there was this woman who was tafiti. And she was, she was tafiti. And she just stood there all regal. And just let people take pictures, and she was just like, I have my heart, I'm content. It was awesome. It
0: was pretty great. And
1: I saw Nichelle Nichols, I didn't say anything, I just walked past her and I scared her a little (laughs) bit, and then I walked back by and I scared her again. Which is basically, I think, kind of my comic convention, like, thing I do now. Yeah. I don't need an autograph, I don't need, I just need to stare at her. (laughs) And then I feel, I feel blessed. (laughs) fine. Wow. horror I didn't say like I didn't do anything like that. Oh, no,
0: you just went and looked at her. I, I just
1: looked from a distance. That was... was... Like, she's right there. Yeah. I didn't do it.
0: That's good. Yep. Yeah. You want hey, to our, say hi to our listeners?
1: So, shout out to... The, my
0: dad. The original <laughs>
1: nerd. This is the person that we've been making fun of on uh, the Slack for the past week. Yeah.
0: He's a Star Wars head. He's a Star Wars head.
1: <laughs> among other things.
0: Among, among other things. And the original like idea you... for
1: Hogwarts BSU that came too. out of his head. That
0: too. That's hey. true. How many... BSU, that's me. How many Harry Potter books have you read? All of them. That's a lot. Twice. That's a lot.
1: Live. Huh? This is that's a family. A this is a trust tree. You can be it's honest. It's fine. Okay. I know
0: you've read some of them. I just don't remember.
1: A couple of them. So. I saw that's all so. the movies. That's Get right. out. Like six times. <laughs> 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 this true. is also the person who promised me I like, could go see X-Men and then made me go see Shrek with a bunch of kids. But that's cool. I'm over it. That was like mm-hmm. the nerd
0: thing to do. it up go see Shrek instead of X-Men? Yeah. Yeah. Shrek totally. ended up being bombed, so it was so, fine. Right. So I did, I did you a favor. Mm-hmm. strengthened your...
1: But then it took me another like six months to go see X-Men because he knew my parents weren't nerds and I couldn't go do that by myself. I was so excited. And it didn't happen. That's fine. We're over it. I'm fine. <laughs> He's just like,
0: I'm gonna slide out of here. <laughs> He's like, I brought up, I
1: brought up a dark memory.
0: Okay, let's uh, let's get into this this chapter. Yeah, you have to go. Um, I have a dog. See Zelda
1: and you, your clothes are somewhere.
0: They're in the they're in the um, ether. No, I was gonna think of the. They're in like a crack in space and time so between. <laughs> I don't know what dimensions and stuff. Okay. Rita Skeeter Scoop. Wait, first. Previously
1: Previously on on Wizard Wizard Team. team.
0: So the Yule Ball happened. um, And... Ron and uh, Harry somehow landed the best looking girls in their year, but and then treated them terribly, like trash, like trash, because, like utter trash. Yeah, for no reason. For no reason other than they're jealous and wanted to be with other people. Of course, Which is disgusting. Harry handled it slightly better, actually much better than Ron did, because Ron decided to go ahead and like turn not only be <laughs> trash to his date. But also to the person he wanted to go with, but like didn't want to admit that's what he wanted to go with. Double trash. Just, just trash. on fire.
1: Double trash. burning trash can.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Amani said that we were about to lay down some wizard and blues, some hot fire. Maybe when we finish the chapter, if we have a little bit of time, I'll, I'll hop on the keys and we can lay down some wizard and blues. Yeah, play
0: some, some yeah. tracks.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll lay some tracks now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then. Oh yeah. We also oh, have to Percy, say Percy was um around and was Carrie. dropping. Perry Weatherby. Perry Weatherby, yeah, um, Crouch is out. We don't know where he is. He's sick, in quotes. Um, what else happened?
1: Luda Bagman is being all cagey. Something's yep. going on there. He's being
0: shifty. Snape is out in the in the rose bushes, just busting kids. He's he's the um, I don't know. He's like a mall. Something cop. he
1: is happening with cockroach. Yeah, it's him. getting it's getting darker, stronger. You can't. It, deny it anymore Better,
0: faster, darker, stronger. sorry right, um, okay.
1: thanks um, um,
0: and then what else oh Hermione's dating Victor Crumb that's important
1: Quidditch Bay Quidditch
0: Bay number one
1: phase one so then we Stop. find out that Hagrid is a half giant and Madame Maxine I'll dare you I have never been treated such way I don't know.
0: She she she's, she's big boned. She's big boned. You know what's actually really funny is that that and I didn't say this in the last one because I forgot. She but read as your bones a kid, bones all day. but I, no, as a kid reading this, I actually read that as big boned. Now that I think about it, big boned. Yeah, <laughs> like I didn't read it as big boned. I was like big boned because that's what people say, right? Yeah, like light like, skinned. Skin, skin, yeah, that's like skinded, skin, is big boned, I've actually heard big boned before, so then in my head, that's just how I, um, it's weird. Anyway, yeah. the other thing is that um, Cedric told Harry to take a bath with his egg, um, We w- and mull it over, you know, just marinate, and he gave him the password for the prefect's bath, he was like, take a nice one, relax, get your little spa treatment on. But um, the
1: thing is that what you should say Cedric thought that Harry was smart enough to solve that riddle to solve another riddle to solve another riddle. Yeah. Another riddle.
0: yeah. And, so and Cedric Harry's thinks
1: more about Harry. Of more of Harry.
0: After the the thing is, it was the dragons, and he was like, "Oh, he's he smart. also He's smart. He knows what he's doing." And then no, nah. no. So we'll, we'll find out. He but he lucky. He yeah, that's what he is, and nosy. That's how, he, that's how he gets his, he's lucky and nosy.
1: Uh, Imani said, we're black Potterheads. We all read it as big boned.
0: See, that's what I, that's what I was trying to say. Exactly.
1: Um, so, also, before we dive in, nearly headless Nick is still not in the headless hunt.
0: Yeah. With Jenny took bowl. a break from porridge and went on a date with Neville. Yeah, I
1: got some mule ball food.
0: You know? And then tomorrow, she just goes back to the Great Hall.
1: To get some porridge. Porridge is high in fiber and good for you.
0: Yeah, holiday Dumbledore is still the best Dumbledore. He still gives no fucks. Um, Ooh, this Dumbledore is actually really good too. Holiday Dumbledore is still the best though. Okay, let's let's get into chapter twenty four. Rita Skeeter scoop. So the next. Oh. I was gonna be like, and there was a beetle. There was a beetle. There was a beetle. Aha. There was a beetle. Aha. Um, so everyone got up late the next day. Uh, the Gryffindor common room was much quieter. Hermione's hair was bushy again. She confessed to Harry that she had used liberal amounts of Sleek Easy's hair potion on it for the ball. But it's way too much bother to do it every day, she said. Um, I think it's really interesting. And I wonder if there's, like, any, like, genealogy or, like, anything in the Hogwarts library. And maybe not. Maybe there's, like, a, nas- like a wizarding archive or something that would, like, help Harry trace his like family there is
1: someone his name is claude leroy gates and he does uh finding your wizard roots
0: yes you're correct he needs to find him because it, yeah. it's not like sleeky Easy hair potion was like something that like his family created like generations generations like that was his grandfather who created this and like he was old when he had james but it's but not still. that like it's not that far removed and so it kind of gets well, like thrown away here yeah wow That's what yeah. So it's like really, it's actually pretty close in terms of like (coughs) generations. So that also brings up
1: a really interesting thing about generational wealth and pure blood wizardry, and the fact that if you're a muggle born, even if you are like wealthy, it doesn't really translate. Mm -hmm. Generational wealth really sets you up.
0: Yeah, like that's why Harry's that's literally like Hermione's using the thing that is the reason why Harry's loaded. Yeah, and like it's kind of a throwaway line, which I think is actually pretty brilliant. Yeah
1: liberally throwing on Fleek Easy's Harry potion. And if Harry was in the know, he would be like,
0: like, that right, girl.
1: (laughs) Way to go. Earn it. That's how I do when people are like, oh, yeah, I flew Delta. I'm like, that's right. Yeah, you did. You better keep on flying at Delta. Paying my Um,
0: my family. Right. Um, So, Ron and Hermione, instead of, like, you know, in the past, like, they get into these huge fights. And they, um... Like, then are not talking, but instead they seem to, um, like, just ignore it and act like it didn't happen. Instead, they're being quite friendly, though oddly formal. Um, Ron and Harry wasted no time telling Hermione about what they had, like, Hagrid and Madame Maxime's conversations they had overheard, but Hermione didn't seem to find the news about being a half giant nearly as shocking. Well, I thought he must be, she said. I knew he couldn't be a pure blood giant because they're all, they're about 20 feet tall. But honestly, all this hysteria about giants, they can't be, they can't all be horrible. It's just some sort of prejudice and people have, that people have towards werewolves. It's just bigotry, isn't it?
1: It's the same sort of prejudice, but also, well, I knew he might be.
0: Okay, but how? And that's, and that's a, well, yes, how, but also that's a thing I want to, I'm going to bring it up later when we talk about, when Malfoy comes up, because mm. I have a question about that, but I just want to, like, yes, point out that Hermione <laughs> almost immediately goes to half giant or, like, has some kind of giant's blood in him. That's like her. Ron! Th- and she's a it's like,
1: sh- he got in the way of an engorgement charm. Yeah. And so we don't want to talk about it.
0: Yeah. So let's keep, I, because then Malfoy says something else too. So um, I want to So
1: keep, by just put that a later. pin in
0: that. Put a, just, just remember it.
1: Don't dog ear the page because then you're a horrible person. You give you have, yeah, I said it. If you have like I a post it, you can put a post it with like, ooh, I have those post it and little like arrows. This
0: is not a, and I also have I'm like a paper a clip, paper clip arrows. So, oh, so um, cute. Broad, they come in handy. Okay, okay, but giants, but giants. giants. I do like that, like, we're kind of getting back again to Hermione being, um, a little bit more cognizant of like social justice. Last chapter, they like just of, forgot about it. We're oh, just like ah, eh, whatever.
1: I want to point out though that Amani just said Harry just running and telling everybody's business, yes. which is true in this sense that like one they shouldn't have heard it, and then two then share. I mean, obviously it's like Hermione, and so there's like kind of a little bit of a loophole, but it's also like you shared something that you shouldn't have heard in the first place. That is obviously something that he. Like, it's year four and he hasn't told you that, so he has chosen not to tell you that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, which is, also goes back into, like, Madame Maxine's reaction and the bigotry and
0: mm-hmm. all of that. Ron looked like as, looked, looked as though he would have liked to reply scathingly because he's trash and, like, apparently doesn't think that that's big. Whatever. Um, perhaps he didn't want another row because he considered himself was shaking his head disbelievingly when Hermione wasn't looking.
1: But also, though, Ron, Ronnie- you met a werewolf and he wasn't bad so why didn't you think like
0: he's he's fine too
1: right so um so it was time to think of the homework they neglected over the holidays
0: harry was starting to get nervous because now christmas was over and And he still hasn't opened his
1: egg egg. the trouble was that february 24th looked a lot closer from this side of christmas and he still hadn't done anything um he's trained to think about what the sound reminded him of, apart from 30 musical saws, but he had never heard anything else like it. He closed the egg, shook it vigorously, and opened it again to see if the sound had changed, but it hadn't. He tried asking the egg questions, shouted over it. He hadn't really said any help. He had not forgotten the hint that Cedric had given him, but his less-than-friendly feelings towards Cedric just now meant that he was not keen to take his help if he could avoid so it. So this
0: toxic-ass masculinity...
1: Ain't that something. Dude,
0: bro was literally, like, I mean, granted it was a riddle and it, like, wasn't as straightforward as, like, Harry needed it to be, but he gave a hint and was clearly trying to help. And this bro's really, like, just, I'm just gonna shout over a screaming egg in the common room, or not the common room, in my dorm, instead of, like, taking the the advice or the hint that, like, this dude gave me because he's dating the girl that I didn't ask out in time. And he doesn't
1: know that you like Cho. No,
0: has literally no Cho one Cho doesn't
1: really even know that no you like knows. Cho. Hermione knows because she pays attention.
0: Ron knows because you told him.
1: Jenny doesn't know because she's eating porridge. Okay. Yeah. Harry had told Cedric exactly what was coming in the first task, and Cedric's idea of a fair exchange had been to tell Harry to take a bath.
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: Well, we he talk. didn't need that sort of rubbishy help. Not from someone who kept walking down corridors hand in hand with Cho Anyway, and so the first day of the new term arrived and Harry set off to the to lessons weighed with books, parchment, and quills as usual, but also with the lurking worry of the egg heavy in his stomach. Snow was still thick upon the grounds and the greenhouse windows were covered, um, so they couldn't see out of them in, herb- in herbology. So nobody was looking forward to care of magical creatures much in this weather. And Ron said that... Um, the screws have probably worn them up nicely, either by chasing them or blasting off so forcefully that Hagrid's cabin would catch fire. Which, I mean, Ron's a problem, but he's not wrong. No, yeah.
0: Those are best-case um, scenarios.
1: When they arrived, however, Hagrid's cabin was... Um, they found an elderly witch with closely cropped gray hair and a prominent chin standing at his front door.
0: Probably Plank!
1: What, what? Hurry up now. The bell rang five minutes ago. She barked, who are you? Where is Hagrid? said Ron staring at her. Which, rude, AF. My name is Professor Grubbly Plank, she said, briskly, so she black. I am your temporary care of magical creatures teacher.
0: can she be Viola Davis? Ooh. Because I think that's the vibe I'm getting right now. Like
1: the first scene of How to Get Away with Murder, where she just walks in and is like... And then
0: she's like... Clothes, she's short hair, yeah. She can great, and then I'm down, yeah.
1: I'm good with this, yeah. Um, where is Hagrid? Harry repeated. Loudly. how to get away with
0: wizard murder. Sorry, sorry,
1: go ahead. He's indisposed, she said shortly. Like, are y'all gonna keep asking questions? My like, can thing we get is, is with like, business? that,
0: and then also, it's like.
1: How they, are you talking they, to me? I'm an adult.
0: That, but also, like, ha- their boundaries with Hagrid are so, like, blurred and not... Because, obviously, they're asking because they care about him, right? And, like, that's his friend. But, like, their lines are so blurred that then they go to the professor who's filling in for him as if, like, that's not a professor. And, like... Like, they can just say and, and act and they however can just they say want. say whatever, right. Like, Which is, like, why you said... I mean, I don't really want to, like, get on Hagrid right now. But why not? But it's why you set boundaries I wouldn't even say, I mean, it's probably
1: also why you should, you know, at least get your ordinary wizarding levels. at least. So that you can at least, because a lot of it, too, isn't so much about age, right? Like, you and I have an age difference, and I don't think that you have to be, like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. But it's also about, like, experience and qualifications and, like, You know, when you're at work, like, people are, there are people that are peers and there are people that are, like, more senior or Mm -hmm. something and you kind of treat them accordingly, right? Like, because they put in the work. And you're a child. You ain't even put in the work to
0: figure out this egg. So who are you talking to? Yeah. Um, So, um, soft and unpleasant laughter reached Harry's ears. So Draco and the rest of the Slytherins are joining the class. They all look gleeful. And none of them surprised to see Grubbly Plank. This way, please. And she strode off to the pad- to um, the paddock where the bobatons horses were shivering. So they look at Ka- Hagrid's cabin. All the curtains were closed, um, and so they're wondering if Hagrid is like um, sick or something. What's wrong with Hagrid? Hag- uh, Harry asked. Never you mind, Grubbly Plank said, as though she, she thought he was being nosy. Because he was. Which he was. It's absolutely. I do mind,
1: happening. though. What's up with him? Like,
0: dude. Hotly, he said.
1: Dude, The fact that she hasn't taken this, points away or, like, sent him away. But I also want to point out the fact that, like, this, at least the Slytherins. We don't know about, like, everyone else. But at least the Slytherins, they read the newspaper in the morning. Which is, like, hilarious. I'm sorry that I, I brought this up before. But it's still insanely in, hilarious in, to me. Because there's no electricity or internet or whatever, and, so they, all and read the they, but they read the daily, pro like, yeah. I am not, at 14, reading, or consuming the same media as my parents, no. like, unless, like, something big happens, um, and Hagrid's half-giant self is not it, it would be more on the lines of Dark Mark scene over the World Cup, yeah. then yeah, I'm gonna, like, perk up and listen to that news story and I
0: think what's really funny is Hermione in the next book I think she starts taking the daily Prophet because she's like I'm just tired of hearing this stuff from Malfoy like I don't want to hear this goddamn news from him anymore right she's She's like well I guess I need a
1: subscription and but it's also like where it's like the wizard teen beat or like J14 W14 M14 for magic M14 I don't know what the J stood for Junior I don't know did you ever get J-4? No, you didn't, because your pants were woke, and you've been woke since. You got woke. Um,
0: <laughs> okay. Um, Professor Grubbly Plank acted as though she didn't hear him, and she le- led them um, toward a tree on the edge of the forest where a large and beautiful unicorn was tethered. I bet that unicorn's name is Orinda, <gasps> Or like I like to tell Aminata its name is because it makes her mad and it's cute it's funny and um, also because Orenda <laughs> poor baby is, a city is named after her park stop in, like, in, in like a town a, that we town. that we drive through to like get to school <laughs> like this is, she's a commuter baby that's what it is so she named him after her <laughs> her name is Arenda when I mean, she told me that I was like no no it's not <laughs> Okay. She just
1: sees the next four stops Arinda, every day, and she <laughs> named her unicorn Arinda. She named her accordingly. Anyway, poor, poor. Okay, okay, so
0: many of the girls oohed at the sight of the unicorn. Oh, that's so beautiful, whispered Lavender Brown. How did she get it? They're supposed to be really hard to catch. Um, Damn it,
1: Amani! can you go sit with Keanu? Sorry.
0: Well, he says that the fact that she hasn't taken points away proves that she's a black woman because she's used... To this level of disrespect, but still isn't about to get tried by these children.
1: Hashtag black Women at work.
0: So the unicorn was so brightly white that it made the snow all around look gray. And it was pawing the ground nervously with its golden hooves and threw back its horned head. Boys keep back, barked Grubbly Plank. They prefer the woman's touch unicorns. Girls to the front and approach with care. Come on, easy does it. Um, So the girls walked forward toward the unicorn um, Harry turned to Ron. What do you reckon's wrong with Hagrid? You don't think a Scrooge. Oh, he hasn't been attacked, Potter, if that's what you're thinking, said Malfoy softly. No, he's just too ashamed to show his big, ugly face. Um, so Malfoy, um, shows, or hands Harry the Daily Prophet. Which and,
1: also, like, um, are we not in class? Right.
0: Yes. How do you have time to read this whole... Like, we're in class. hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, also... I wish we had Connie. We really should have done this episode last night because it's a whole ass article. But she could have read it. And I'm her not accent. gonna I'm not gonna try because I know I will fail. So, um the name of the article is Dumbledore's Giant Mistake. Um oh, so Harry's reading it with Ron, Seamus, Dean, and Neville.
1: Um, <gasps> Sorry. The the couple uh-huh. they have a whole thing and they're called the cosplay parents. Oh my god. They're the cutest people in the world. Look oh my god, look. They've cosplayed as, oh,
0: like, the up, and then... Uh, oh, wait, is that Steve and, and Peggy? Steve and Peggy. Ah, uh, ah, uh, it's Mary Poppins and Bert. They're my
1: favorite people They're in the world. Best.
0: They're amazing. That was a tangent. But we already mentioned them on the podcast, and you know who we're talking about. Oh, my God.
1: Robin is for Overwhelmed...
0: All right, so let's, let's, let's get into uh, Dumbledore's, giant, Dumbledore's mistake. giant mistake, which is, you know, not clever. I mean, it's kind of clever. but um, Albus Dumbledore, eccentric headmaster of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, has never been a- afraid to make controversial staff appointments, writes Rita Skeeter, special correspondent. In September of this year, he hired Alistair Mad-Eye Moody, the no- notoriously jinx-happy ex-horror, Um, To teach Defense Against the Dark Arts, a decision that caused many raised eyebrows at the Ministry of Magic. Given Moody's well-known habit of attacking anyone who makes a sudden movement in his presence. Mad-Eye Moody, however, looks responsible and kindly when set beside the part-human Dumbledore employs to teach care of magical creatures. Part- Part Part-human. So, like, the other thing is, this is... Like, she... And, like, who knows if she actually um, believes these things, right? But, like... This is the kind of rhetoric, and, like, we see it now, too, within, like, media. It's like, this is the kind of rhetoric that um, reinforces bigotry, like Hermione was saying or, earlier, right? And then we get Umbridge in the next book, who's, like, calling Haggard and, like, Remus half-breeds, right? And, like, just, it, even whether she believes it or not, she's, like, very much catering to a very specific audience. Yeah.
1: Um, well, it's the Anne Coulter, Fox News... Are you saying it because you believe it? Are you saying it because you know that enough people think this way are 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 susceptible to thinking this way, and instead of changing hearts and minds, you continue just to just kind of
0: like play off of that and yeah, like for your own personal and gain. And yeah, Ruby is Hagrid, who admits to being expelled from Hogwarts in this in his third year, has enjoyed the position of gamekeeper at the school ever since, a job secured for him by Dumbledore. Last year, however, Hagrid used his mysterious influence over the headmaster to secure the additional post of care of magical creatures over the heads of many better qualified candidates. (coughs) Professor um, Gore-Bupin. Exactly. So this this little paragraph is really funny, right? Because on the one hand, like, yeah, he definitely got this position over more qualified candidates, and as we see in this chapter, and it's only been two pages, um, or like four, but... Also, his mysterious influence, like that's some stereotypical ass yeah. shit, right? Like, and, and in a world of magic, so then it's like, do are you insinuating that he's using the Imperious Curse, or like, are you insinuating yeah. that he's using some other like gianty magic that makes Dumbledore the strongest like person? You know what I mean? Like the best of us all, are susceptible f- to their like or kind giant-y-ness. of a knighty like right, like look- intimidation. You,
1: intimidation type of. Mm-hmm. I have a half giant on my side. So what you gonna say? Right. You gonna sign this? You going you gonna sign a Death Row? You gonna sign a Hogwarts or you want you want to meet you want to talk with Hagrid? You I want, would
0: actually really like somebody write that fanfic.
1: <laughs> also, hanging, hanging, <laughs> so out the window. Like
0: this, like you know, it's wrong, but also please, I would like to see that. Um,
1: and if you don't want some headmaster all up in your Quidditch players. All up in the video. Come to Hogwarts.
0: (laughs) I gotta go. Yeah, you do. I'm
1: so tired. Okay.
0: Um, An alarmingly large and ferocious looking man, um, Hagrid has been using his newfound authority to terrify the students in his care with a succession of horrific creatures. While Dumbledore turns a blind eye, Hagrid has maimed several pupils during the series of lessons that many admit to being very frightening. I was attacked by a hippogriff, and my friend Vincent Crab got a bad bite off a of flobberworm, said Draco Malfoy, a fourth-year student. We all hate Hagrid. We're just too scared to say anything. Um. So, really quickly. So, one of the things that's, like, kind of, and we'll see it a little bit more throughout the article, is that, like, she also is really good at using facts. And mm-hmm. then using them for, like, like, her, I guess, for, like, bad reasons, right? So then, like, yeah, he's a large and ferocious-looking man. But so... And then, like he, yeah, Dumbledore definitely turns a blind eye. Um, people have gotten hurt in Hagrid's classes, but people get hurt in um, this is Hogwarts. They got hurt outside of the that damn basilisk <laughs> in the damn bowels of the castle. they were the notorious about, mass murderer. And y'all worried about and y'all sent in a whole
1: bunch of Dementors.
0: And y'all over here worried about a flabberworm.
1: Talking about how it's dangerous to have a half giant. But you know what's good for your safety.
0: Dementors.
1: Hundreds of them. Hundreds
0: of them. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. Lots of sense. Um, Portia asks, where's the expose on Snape? That is a question that needs answers.
1: Somebody write that fanfic.
0: Which is like Rita ripping into Snape. I'd love that.
1: But it's all true. But it's all and true. none of it is embellished. Yeah. Just.
0: Yep. How he threatens. It. Thanks, Portia, for the reminder. How he threatens mm-hmm. to poison students in every class and their pets. And just steamrolls
1: young impressionable women's like sense of self and yep. how they view like comments on the physical appearance appearance of children. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so Haggard has no intention of ceasing his campaign of intimidation. However, um, in conversation, Say what? With, yeah, intimidation. Act in, yeah, that's that's what you said. Campaign in, in conversation. With <laughs> It's the it's the half-giant agenda, Robin. That's what it is. In conversation with a Daily Prophet reporter last month, he admitted breeding creatures he dubbed blast-ended scroots highly... So, this... Hagrid. He dubbed. So, these blast-ended scroots are highly dangerous crosses between manticores and fire crabs. I'm sorry, what? Hagrid. This is why this is so difficult to read, right? Because on the one hand, I'm like, Rita... You gotta go. On the other hand, I'm like Hagrid. What are you doing? <laughs> like, why? Why are you doing this? What? So Manticores and fire crabs. That's what. That's what a blast ended screw is. And Dumbledore was just like, Yeah, why not? You're gonna teach them. You're gonna cross these things and then don't know what they eat or like what. They, like at least you could guess. But still, why are you doing this, Hagrid? He admitted breeding them. He and then you admitted to doing it. But wait, did he? I think he did. I know it's Rita. I know. I know. But, I, but, but it's Hagrid. You know what yeah. I mean? It's one of those things where you're like, it's Rita, but she it's probably awesome. wouldn't have to. You don't have to make that up. No. That's
1: Hagrid, why so doesn't she have to make that up? Ugh. Hagrid, why are you like this? She should have to make most of this up, but you're making it so easy
0: for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so the creation of new breeds of magical creature is, of course, an activity usually closely observed by the Department for the Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures. I would like to know what department that is and where those what those laws are and like to see people who work there. Um,
1: what makes a creature magical? Yeah. And why are fireflies not on the list?
0: And can you like crossbreed magical creatures with non-magical creatures? Yes. like
1: Kimono dragons. Are they a magical creature? Because right. I know about them. <laughs> turtles, y'all, someone's turtle, who has it been, Ben Franklin? Someone's turtle who was old as dust and he'd been dead forever, his turtle just died. His turtles live forever. Yeah, it's
0: true.
1: Are they yeah, not magical? They four
0: is what happened.
1: Turtles live longer than homeboy with the sorcerer's stone, Nicholas Flamel. And he had a sorcerer's stone and stone. they just, they just, they just, live they just born them. that way. Yep.
0: Daga. Yep. Um, Hagrid, however, considers himself to be above such petty restrictions. I was just having some fun, he said, before hastily changing the subject. So, yeah, he definitely crossbred a manticore and a fire crab. Why? I just, what, like, where in, like, in what world does that sound like a fun thing? In Hagrid's world. But why? It's, it's the questions. It's the questions that I need answers. Um, as if this were not enough the Daily Prophet has unearthed uh, evidence that Hagrid is not as he always pretended a pure blood wizard so this is where we get to like so first it's just like all the things that Hagrid has done which is all true and mm-hmm. then we get into the bigotry so it's like Hagrid's not a pure blood wizard which is like on the one hand well, hold up. Let me finish this. Sorry, finish this And paragraph. he is, not, he is in not, fact, not, not even pure human. His mother, we can excu- exclusively reveal, is none other than the giantess Frid Wolfa, whose whereabouts are currently unknown. So, the first thing is that he starts with, or she starts with, pure blood wizard. Um, so again, it's like just playing off of that bigotry status. and like blood status and blood purity.
1: <sighs> also, so- throwback, callback, and tangent you should join the BGNO Book Club and look at our spreadsheet because Casey at Casey Stalins, Hogwarts BSU alumni, first person to publish a story at Hogwarts BSU, she got a whole resume. Um, She uh, recommended a book called Orleans and it's like just stuck in, it's magical and they're stuck in New Orleans and it's all about blood status and I gotta
0: read it. That sounds amazing. Back to you, wizard team. I, I also need to do that. Um, that was a good tangent because it was like blood purity and uh, yeah, I see what you're doing. And it was just in my uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So then starts with that, and then goes to pure human, which then like brings in Voldemort. He's not pure. He like a, he's a seventh. He's an eighth of a human.
1: Um, so, um, <laughs> but that eighth got that eighth got reproductive powers. Yeah, don't it though. You
0: know what, that it's like other, other parts like separate and then like, but the eighth part, he decided, he was like, I'm gonna keep that one with me.
1: Which is so man, such a man thing, it's such you know? a toxic masculine thing to do. You know,
0: that's I still don't buy it, I but, don't buy still.
1: it. Um, but I'm But I'm saying not, vo- not Voldemort, but like Death Eater, pure blood, like ideology, mm-hmm. which is like at this point, Voldemort is so taboo like he who must not be named we don't even talk about him and yet you so casually drop in this ideology that has that been so is, problematic and has like birthed like the darkest of dark wizards and kind and of was Grindwald thing too they're still right like,
0: and they're still like well how did this happen and all this stuff and it's like yo you read your damn new, like read the newspaper and you're still using the same rhetoric like what do you expect so yeah, so they also fi- figure out who Hagrid's mother is, which I'm curious I'll about. i keep the secrets. How... My bad. Whatever. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm still annoyed by it, so I was just like, um, but no. So none other than the giantess Wolf. So like, I'm curious how she and I know she has some investigative powers. Like how she found the actual mother and or
1: who. The I mean, I think was. it's just but probably, probably a, like... like powers of elimination. You Hagrid, 60 something years old when giants were around. The last giant test probably to. Took- be seen or also because,
0: there's only like two people who would ever like do the do with a giant, giant. and so maybe narrowed it down
1: and it's gotta it, it had to have been a scandal back then too just because it was like homeboy married a who? married who?
0: who'd you bring home? and then like and this is and then
1: did you have to get a new home when then like, twenty feet? where did they, they live? and then I'm
0: cur- right and where then I'm also curious live? about like we've been hearing about how like just like Kind of terrible and like violent giants are, but then like and how like kind of barbaric or whatever. But then I'm yeah, like, so but she had enough, off. and, and, and it's, but yeah, they were killed off. And then also like she had enough of like love and like you know what I mean. Like they have it was like they're these mindless monsters, but like she had a kid and stayed with a dude like long enough to she have a kid, kid and be there. And for like, be, the first year at year least. at least, yeah. So then it's like she clearly was cool with that situation. I mean. I hope she was cool with that. No. Oh. Okay. She was cool with that situation, as far as we know. And it. It just got real dark. It did. And I, and I wasn't ready. I didn't. And I, don't I wasn't anything. either. It just. It, yeah. It went. Uh. It went
1: there. But I get what you're saying. Also. The cognitive disconnect, so we, uh, Disney, I just realized, like, how, I just, not realized, but remembered. I'm rediscovering Pocahontas, and, like, so I was listening to Savages, um, and it's, like, the two sides of the same coin, which is also kind of problematic. It's, like, yeah, but the Indians were right, though. Them white folk were savage. Them white folk were barely even human. Killers to the core. They're not like us, which means it makes them trouble. We must sound the drums of war.
0: Okay, so. But what I'm
1: saying is, is how the Virginia company could come in and talk about how dangerous and how savage the Indians were. And yet they, and so in response, they preemptively kill them. And like, they couldn't be that dangerous and that mindlessly, like, because they were, you were able to kill them off. Right. You won. So.
0: Something's not adding up anti this, this wizard racism makes no sense just like real racism um bloodthirsty and brutal the giants brought themselves to the point of extinction by warring against themselves during the last century the handful that remained joined the ranks of he who must not be named and were responsible for some of the worst mass muggle killings of the, his reign of terror
1: so i love like, how he, she just jumps and you might be about to say this but she just jumps from using he who must not be named rhetoric and then, and then to like
0: like but he was so bad. Yeah. yeah. What is, like, what is it? It's not white, it's pure blood supremacy, man. That's what this is. Um, but also... I'm, I'm I, down with your dragon friend coming and flaming all of this. Told you. Tried to told you. Also... Um, the other thing I was going to say, though, is that... So, it's again about, like, the text also being, um, like, kind of reinforcing some mm-hmm. of the... Little, but, and not, uh, not the pure blood part, obviously, but just the, like, with the house elves reinforcing that they like being enslaved and with the giants reinforcing that they're bloodthirsty and brutal because, look, they joined the Dark Lord. You mm. know what I mean? And, like, because that's not a thing that, like, Rita didn't make that up. People, that's a clear, like, thing you can track in history. Um, and but why not, did they? But why did, why did why they did join they, that they? Why did they think, right. What were they promised? Oh, they were, were promised that they would be able to live
1: openly right, in peace. Right, and that's what we see
0: in um, in Order of the Phoenix. Like, the Aurors are killing them off and, like, pushing them into the mountains and taking over their land like they did with the dragons. And probably the house elves and the goblins. Oh my god, yo, where is this history of magic class that's not taught by Benz? So I need it.
1: Um, um, I have a quick tangent.
0: Okay.
1: So we were at California Adventure, and they have this like wonderful world of color, which was amazing, right? And then somehow, in the weirdly in the middle, um, they had this like section about the Pirates of the Caribbean, which I didn't really get why. But there's there's a lot of fire. was just fire going everywhere, and then very quietly. Mariana says, man, I want a dragon. (laughs) Or something to that effect.
0: (laughs) But it was the Pirates of the Caribbean. But it was just like, fire was was shooting out, and I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, and then later I was like, Jakaris, (laughs) And yeah, it was pretty satisfying. (laughs) And I was just, it was so
1: quiet and like, inevitable. Like, she said it, and I was supposed to just be like, yeah, you do. And I'm not like, what? <laughs> what does that have to do with what's going on right now? I mean, I got it because of the fire. But that was the only... It was great. Happy birthday, Brianna. Never change. Thanks. You're special.
0: I appreciate it. Um. Okay, so... While many of the giants who served Hugh must not be named were killed by ours working against the dark side of the force, Fridwolfa wolfel was not among them. It is possible she escaped to one of the giant communities still existing in foreign mountain ranges... Um, If his antics during care of magical creatures lessons are any guide, however, Fridwolfa's son appears to have inherited her brutal nature. In a bizarre twist, Hagrid is reputed to have developed a close friendship with the boy who brought that around. You know who's fall from power, thereby driving Hagrid's own mother, like the rest of You Know Who supporters, into hiding. Perhaps Harry Potter is an unaware of the unpleasant truth that his large friend, but Albus Dumbledore, surely has a duty to ensure that Harry Potter, along with his fellow students, is warned about the dangers of associating with park giants. I love how she brings it back to Harry. That's always what has to happen. And then she's like, "It's see, it's, it's she's like trying to be all like maybe not humani- humanitarian might not be the word, but just like." Like, concern. Concern
1: for the children. Like the, think but about, not just but, the children. Harry like Harry Potter.
0: Who we must protect lit. at all
1: costs.
0: Who I've also been writing, like, trash, trash about. about. Yep.
1: There is so much here that I think that we should just go through the chapter and then there'll be tons of callbacks. Mm-hmm. We did a lot in, in there, but, like, well, just, I mean, the, the callbacks are there, so I don't want to, like... So how did she find out Ron whispered to Harry? Um, but that wasn't what was bothering Hagrid.
0: Or Harry. You know.
1: Or Harry. What do you mean we all hate Hagrid? Harry spat out Malfoy. What's this rubbish about him getting a bad bite off of flobberworm? Worm? They haven't even got teeth, which is also, like, where are your fact checkers?
0: And like, Rita. wouldn't like general like wizarding public know that a flower worm doesn't have teeth and like you can't get bit by one?
1: Also, they were so boring. Right. Like, if all of the things that Hagrid has brought into this classroom, the flower worm, that was the one that you were gonna be like, oh yeah, I almost got killed by him. No was, like, like you could which have which also was your own fault. It's crew, to You be could honest. have just been like,
0: and he almost died by a blast in the script. Not true. Been like, yeah, they all did. That's all not of them. Off. All. Um. And I love how Malfoy is still bringing up old shit. Right. About but also. Buckbeak. Like, you you already. Buckbeak isn't on the run because of you. Leave it alone. You won, you won. But also, you didn't
1: almost lose your arm. No. And also, it was your own goddamn fault. Yeah. That had nothing to do with Hagrid. Even Plate couldn't save your ass because you yeah, weren't listening. Exactly. Um, crab is sniggering. Well, I think this should put an end to that old teaching career. Half giant, and there was me thinking he just swallowed a bit of Skellogrow when he was young. None of the mummies and daddies are going to like this at all. They'll be worried he'll eat their kids. Ha ha. So this is goes back to um Ron's I thought he got yeah. on the wrong end of a Ingorgio term. It's like giants are so not talked about or so stigmatized that like someone from outside um, Hermione is like, oh, obviously, you have, well, have that, and it, right? that's why I was, like, and that's what I was put gonna two say and two together, like, but then someone who is actually, actually in the world, in the world, wouldn't,
0: they were like, like they came up with other excuses. Yeah. But which is also, how Madame
1: Maxine gets away with being big
0: boated. Right, because no one wants to really talk about it, also, I'm sure none of them think it's possible, which I'm still not sure how.
1: Oh, I'm not sure it's but possible. But, I'm
0: not convinced, um, maybe in vitro,
1: but why? No.
0: National, but still That's why? And then you get to why. Um, But, like, I mean, I am actually really curious about just, like, Hagrid's parents' um, relationship and just, like, yeah. how that worked in general, especially because of what we hear from about the Giants and then what we hear about Hagrid's dad. And Hagrid's dad seems like a... look Like, Hagrid came by this honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly. Um, <laughs> but it's, like... Seems on another level, and then, like, how do you fall in love with a giant? Like, what does that look like? And then, how does a giant fall in love with, like, what... And 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 the reason that it's, like, hard to kind of picture is because of the way that giants are described in the book. Like, there's never, like, another side. This is
1: why, when I reread this, the... I don't know whatever time it was, but I was in college. So, the 80th time or something. I was like, oh, this is a commentary on mixed-race relationships and, like, especially now, and I just saw Loving because, you know, I did my whole Oscar watch. You can go find all of those reviews on Um Plug. Plug it in, plug it in. But there is this weird, like, thing when it, especially back when, like, anti-blackness and racism was so embedded and, like, institutionalized that it was, like, how could this even... Like, how would you even do this, right? There was one issue in which, um, obviously, there was, like, physical issues around, like, having children. But there was one issue about the, like, when she was pregnant, it was, uh like, why would you do that to a child? Like, that child's life is just never going to be okay. When, like, a simple answer would be, like, how about y'all just stop being bigots? And then that child would be fine. It's true. Just... That would be a easy fix. It's just dismantle racism and so we're good. stop acting like assholes. But that part of their relationship is really interesting to me in terms of the the how Hagrid, not the how Hagrid, <laughs> which is still a valid thing. Yeah. But like, why? Like when you said like in vitro, like in vitro is something that like people do because they really want, a, want a child, right? And they've like thought it through, and it's more than just like a like. Well, we just have a kid. Yeah, we're having a kid. Right. I mean, there's, like, different levels of, like, you can, you know, be in a relationship and be like, this is something that we're going to do, but, like, not have, like, it planned out. Mm -hmm. You could very much plan it out. But in vitro is very much planned and cost Mm -hmm. thousands of dollars. Magical in vitro probably does not. But um, you would have to have these conversations a lot. And one of the things that I would think would happen is what would come of... A, bringing a half-giant into the world knowing the prejudices and everything
0: around. And then how do you hide a that? A giant. And then and also, yeah. like, if you expect
1: You can't the... save him from... You can't save Hagrid Sorry, from... now
0: I need to find this quote. Um, because... Wish you had your book, huh? Yeah, well, no, no, yeah. Yeah, I do. But, um, Hagrid says that his dad was broken-hearted when his mom left. So, yeah. like, What was that... Like, what did that look like? And then why did she leave? And, like, was it just because... It was... Maybe it was just too hard. Right. And maybe she was, like, I just... Or maybe she missed her family. You know what I mean? like, maybe she just decided and, like, yeah, that that she... And it would be much easier for Hagrid
1: if she wasn't there. Right. Like, there are so many things, none of which mean that she is this, like, mindless monster. All of the... All... All of it means that she is not a mindless monster.
0: Yeah. Like, it's not adding up. It yeah. is like is not.
1: Um, so let's get back to these punk, punk-ass right. children.
0: So there, um, are you paying attention over there? Professor Grubbly Plank's voice carried over to the boys. Um, the girls were all clustered around the unicorn now, stroking it. Uh, Harry was so angry that the Daily Prophet article shook in his hands as he turned to stare unseeingly at the unicorn, whose many magical properties Professor Grubbly Plank was now enumerating in a loud voice so that the boys could hear, too. I hope she stays that woman, said Parvati Patel. Um, Why did her last name have to come back? Is that like a... We know who she is? She just went to the dance with Amy. It was in the last chapter. She ain't
1: new. (laughs) I never caught that.
0: I only caught it this time reading it out loud, you know what I mean? I'm just like, well, hold up. What's up with the disrespect? Um, So when the lesson ended and they were heading back to the castle for lunch, there, that's more what I thought care of magical tre- creatures would be like—proper creatures like unicorns, not monsters. What about Hagrid? Harry said angrily. Wait, what wait, about-
1: wait, oh. wait, wait. Wait, wait, mm-hmm. wait. There's a few things, and then we also have some uh, comments. comments that we should unfold in here too. But learning about proper creatures like unicorns and not monsters is very, like, I mean, it's very poverty and.
0: It's very parvati. Yes, and
1: and lavender and like the whole like how they act with divinations and like the whole cutesy, super girly like unicorns are all fluffy and rainbows and whatever. Like a cute animal is a proper creature, but
0: I actually As don't know that monsters. that's what I actually don't know that that's what she was saying. I think that, I mean like,
1: maybe monsters because they've been dealing with the, blast and it's the last creature. And maybe of and maybe
0: because she's the one saying it that you're like kind of thinking that. Because I also think that like. Because there's another thing when I think Hagrid brings, like, the Niffler out or whatever, like, those are, like, the creatures that you're supposed to be learning about, not creatures that he, like, just crossbred and decided, we'll just fish see what happens. Because, um, like, even when he brought out the Hippogriffs, like, that was a good lesson until Malfoy ruined it, and Malfoy yeah. ruined it because it was a good lesson. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, got, so I
1: like, got I got distracted by, like, who she was, but I, yeah. I, what I mean is, like, that... But having that delineation between what is a proper creature and what is a monster mm-hmm. is already problem is problematic too. Yeah, oh, because definitely. it's saying that like like what a monster, what makes something a monster is, like, your lack of understanding of it, mm-hmm. right? Like, had Malfoy taken the time to listen to Hagrid at the beginning of the lesson, and given Buckbeat his proper respect, I doubt that he would think that hippogriffs are monsters right. or whatever, right? And, like, if you just understand creatures, like, I hate spiders, but they're very useful. Like, you know? And if... They kill things that I don't want to kill, and they eat stuff, and they keep the ecosystem going. And same with, like, bees. Like, if the bees die, we die. But if you get stung by a bee, you're like, oh, they're fucking
0: monsters. Yeah.
1: You know? So are all, basically all deep-sea creatures, like the deep-sea anglerfish. Even the deep-sea anglerfish has no reason to be happy because he has no freaking idea what else to be yeah, so I just wanted to like kind of point that out. And then I wanted to bring in what Porsche said about even Hagrid later mentions that he could have brought ho- unicorns to class, but he thought they were boring. And that's because he loves odd creatures. Um, this is Porsche. And teachers can use their bias and lesson plans, especially at Hogwarts. And so I think
0: but he doesn't because have he's...
1: Lesson plan. That's the problem.
0: Because if he had, like, crossbred these blasted its scroots and done all this studying, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like he, he would have had, had to do the research like, Ooh, what's before he this? brought this it into class. Awesome. Let's do- exactly. Like, <laughs> if he had brought him, like, okay, here's one blasted-its-groot, and, like, these are the things it eats, and, like, watch out for these other terrible things, but, like, this is why it's useful, and, like, this is what can do with it or this not is not even just, what
1: it took to crossbreed right and, and this and, is like, why you should you, and this is why you there's either a,
0: shouldn't or like this these are like the rules to doing those kind of things or this is why but, like, crossbreeding
1: is regulated because sometimes people crossbreed and they don't know what they get
0: right and but instead he was just like fuck it manticore fire crab why not let's do it let's make 80 of them or however many I don't know how many he made he made a lot yeah and was just like let's do it <laughs> like girl <laughs> He is
1: just—he makes it so hard to be on his side. Yeah, that's true. But he's re- Like he's not right. She's wrong. She's
0: wrong. This but is he's a whole, also
1: this dark. is the Porsche chapter.
0: <laughs> not wrong, but well, no, because everyone's wrong, so it's not the Porsche
1: so, chapter. No, She ain't right, but he's wrong. No, everyone's wrong.
0: Everyone's wrong.
1: Everyone's wrong.
0: That's what this chapter is. Um. So what about Hagrid, Harry said angrily. What about him, said Parvati in a hard voice. He can still be gameskeeper, can't he? Um, which is true, right? Like, he had a job. Right. Like, what? I'd, he didn't need to be the... the and probably Plank! Teacher. Is is freaking amazing and and knows what she's doing. And so we see that Parvati had been very cool toward Harry since the ball. He supposed he ought to have paid her a bit more attention, but she seemed to have a good time all the same. She was certainly telling anybody who had listened that she had made arrangements to meet the boy from Bo Batten's and Hogsmeade the next weekend trip. Yeah, that's not the point. The point is you were freaking... You were
1: rude. But also, this is, like, another example of hothead Harry, because he's, like, mad at her, because he... Because she is like, I enjoyed that lesson, and I learned something. Right. And we can have a different... Really, Harry's just
0: mad that he learned And so,
1: something. therefore... Right, and he's mad that she... It's, it's totally wrong, and, like... That's not the point, of the point of the whatever, but, like... Harry, instead of taking the, like, obvious... Okay we can have a difference of opinion on this thing. It's like, well, she's obviously just mad because I wasn't that nice to her right. at the ball. So I discount everything that she says because she is a a overly emotional woman.
0: Men. Um, I'm mad again. Yeah, I got your
1: ball feelings bubbling
0: up. Uh, that was a really good lesson said Hermione as they entered the Great Hall. I didn't know half the things Professor Grubly Plank told us about Unit. Look at this, Harry snarled um, and shoved the Daily Prophet under her nose. Hermione's mouth fell open as she read. Her reaction was exactly the same as Ron's. How did that horrible Skeeter woman find out? out? You don't think Hagrid told her? No, said Harry. He never even told us, did he? I reckon she was so mad he wouldn't give her loads of horrible stuff on me. She went ferreting around to get him back. Maybe she heard him telling Madame Maxime at the ball, said Hermione quietly. We'd have seen her in the garden. Uh, you did. Um, anyway, Uh said Ron. Um, anyway, she's not supposed to come into the school anymore. Hagrid said Dumbledore banned her. Maybe she's got an invisibility cloak," said Harry. Sort of thing she'd do, isn't it? Hide in the bushes, listening to people, like you and Ron did. You mean?" said Harry. Uh-huh.
1: And <laughs> boom, boom, exactly. boom, and shot
0: fired, and,
1: <laughs> and arrow, boom, and target. Yes, and take that lesson onto the next three books, but you won't. <laughs> okay. It's been a long day, guys.
0: (laughs) We weren't trying to hear him," said Ron indignantly. "We didn't have any choice. You did. You did. You did. You
1: could have walked right past Flora because she She wasn't checking for you. She was
0: occupied. She doesn't even know who you who who are you. I'm sorry. What? What happened?
1: Have a nice day. Ooh, the redhead boy at Hogwarts.
0: There's like ten of them, at least. There's at least four.
1: Right. She'd have been like, oh, hi, Fred. Right. (laughs) Weatherby. (laughs) Hi, Perry. Um, Jenny? Is that you? She didn't, she wasn't checking for you. It's the point of that. Not
0: at all. Um, We've got to go and see him, said Harry, this evening after divination. Tell him we want him back. You do want him back, he shouted Hermione. Calm down, calm down. I I, want him to be happy. she She says, well, I'm not going to pretend it didn't make a nice change, having a proper care of magical creatures lesson for once. But I do want Hagrid back, of course I do. But he has the other job. He has another job. I would be like Hagrid. So this I mean, we're going to get to the conversation. We'll just get to the conversation. We'll pin in it. Um, so at, after dinner, or, no, 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 because it's like it, it directly, and then there's Dumbledore, and so we gotta.
1: But you could also have a paperclip with an
0: arrow. Okay, so after dinner, they went down to Hagrid's hut and tried to um, talk to him, but he didn't answer. What's he avoiding us for, Hermione said. He surely doesn't think we care about him being a half-giant. Um, but it didn't. But it seemed that Hagrid didn't care. They didn't see a sign of him all week. He didn't appear at the staff table at mealtimes. They didn't see him going about his gamekeeper duties on the grounds. Like, he just broke two jobs. That's crazy. Um, and Professor Grumbly Plank continued to take the care of magical creatures' classes. Um, Malfoy was gloating at every possible opportunity. Missing your half-breed pal. Missing the elephant man. Like, just be more... Cl- Do better in your... Like, if you're gonna be like, a bully, if you're gonna be, like, like, a taunting person, you know where they are. Um, <laughs> just be better at it. That was really... it was real quick. I gave me whiplash. You <laughs> know where they are. <laughs> um, he just needs to step up his game if that's the game that he's trying to play. It's not good at it. There was a Hogsmeade visit halfway through January, so now it's halfway through January. It's been two weeks.
1: Um, you still ain't open
0: that egg, though. No, that's, yeah. So, not only has Hagrid been, like, out for two weeks, but, you know, this this egg. Hermione was very surprised Hermione was going to go. I just thought you'd want to take advantage <laughs> of the common room. I was very surprised that Harry was Sorry, going to go. you're right. You're right. It's all right. Um, I, I just thought you'd want to take advantage of the common room being quiet, she said. Really get to work on that egg. Oh, I... I reckon I've got a pretty good deal with its idea what it's about now, Harry Lied. Have you really said Hermione, looking impressed? Well done. Which is like, dude, why lie? Just go to the damn Just do it. Go to the go to the Do it the bathroom. Take a bath. Moleque. Shia in the bubbles. Like, what are you what are you doing? Go full Shia. I'm gonna go to Hogsmead. What? No.
1: Channel your inner shia. Um,
0: Just do it.
1: I'm really tired.
0: I know. So Harry's insides gave a guilty squirm, but he ignored them. He still had five weeks, five whole weeks that to get to work. I could let you know from experience. Five weeks, like, just... It flies by. It's, it's gone already. It's already been five weeks. He said... It ain't nothing. If he went to Hogsmeade, he might run into Hagrid and get a chance to persuade him to come back. And so they, Why?
1: But why it's not, is that your job? It's not. It's not. Also, like... I'm going to go back a page when he's like, she. he goes, um, we have to tell him we want him back. We do. You do want him back. It's not you three. Right. Do you know how many students there are? Right. Like Harry, just because you want him back, Selfish. you may be the chosen one, but you ain't the, at the master of the school. No,
0: you're
1: not. We already know who that is, and he probably don't want him.
0: Just selfish. Um, So they left the castle on Saturday and went to Hogsmeade. On the way, they saw Victor Crumb emerge on the deck dressed in nothing but swim trunks. Um, He climbed up on the side of the strip, stretched his arms out, and dived right into the lake. He is mad, said Harry, staring at Crumb's dark head as it bobbed out in the middle of the lake. It must be freezing. It's January. So, Mm -hmm. But you know what he's doing? You know what he's doing, Harry? Funny enough, he's doing what you should be doing. He's already figured out what the egg is. He's actually training, and that's why, you know, he knows what he's doing. He's prepared. He's prepared. And you're over here talking about him.
1: Let's but get you. Down you're the one who's going to look dumb.
0: You're going to look dumb on the second task. Meanwhile, to he's been practicing for months. The merman. So that's um, congratulations. Sunday crumb,
1: make a man. No, out of you.
0: That none of that like listen <laughs> m- m- like matched with anything. Literally, none of that made any sense. I got Disney in my head. I know, but that was not the right... Anyway, Harry played himself. Um, it's a lot colder where he comes from, said Hermione. I suppose he feels quite. it feels quite warm to him. Yeah, but there's still a giant squid, said Ron. He didn't sound anxious. If anything, he sounded hopeful. Hermione noticed this tone of voice and frowned. He's really nice, you know. He's not at all like you would think coming from Durmstrang. He likes it much better here, he told me. Ron said nothing. He hadn't mentioned Victor Crumb since the ball, but Harry had found a miniature arm under his bed on Boxing Day, which looked very much as though it had been snapped off the small model figure wearing a Bulgarian Quidditch robe. That is, like, okay, so... It's pretty, like, sadistic and gross. Because it
1: was, like, a real person, and he was walking around, and he was, like, a thing, because I did one time bury my Barbie head.
0: Yeah, except I wasn't walking around. That's creepy, but...
1: (laughs) But it was really funny because my brother and it wasn't because she took my brother the boyfriend
0: ha- or like the person that my brother she lived in a like a with. basement
1: thing. So his window, like when you looked out, it, it was like right at the floor of the grass. So there was just like a Barbie head, just like.
0: Also, bye, Portia. She said, "Childish Ron Bino. you have to go. <laughs> Leave. She ain't
1: right. Leave, but she ain't wrong. Um, Childish Ron Ron Bino is amazing. Portia, have you been up since four two? <laughs> six? Or when did we get up? It was oh early. No. it was early. Are you there
0: with us? Oh, but it's also three hours later there too. Still. Still. That was great. Um, okay, so uh, as they're in Hogsmeade, Harry, uh, they're like looking for Hagrid, but they don't find him. Instead, they go to three broomsticks, um, but they quickly see that Hagrid isn't there. Heart sinking, um, Harry went and got three butterbeers from Madame Mosmerta. Um, Doesn't he ever go into the office? Hermione whispered suddenly, look. So she pointed to the mirror behind the bar and so Ludo Bagman reflected there, sitting in a shadowy corner with a bunch of goblins. Um, Bagman was talking very fast in a low voice um, to the goblins, all of whom had their arms crossed and were looking rather menacing.
1: This is really, like, so we've had an uh, allusion to um, interracial marriage and this is an allusion to gambling and gambling addiction. And, and I also
0: heard, and like, like, obviously I'm not the person to talk about this, so, you know, if you know, let me know if this is wrong or whatever. But I, like, was reading something um, that was saying that, like, the portrayal or, like, not portrayal. Like, yeah, I guess portrayal of the goblins is, like, really anti-Semitic. Um, I've heard about that, yeah. Yeah. yeah which um, I should do more research on and, like, read more about. Or, you know, we're going to have a, I think we're going to have a goblins episode. Yeah. At some point. If there's anyone, oh. Like, much, much later. Like, it's, like, two years Maybe we could talk about to Eliana about it. Well, yeah, but I was going to say because um, it's much later.
1: But yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about like the anti-Semitism
0: part. Yes, yes.
1: But also, if you know any other people of the Jewish part. faith.
0: Who would like to talk about this two years from now. <laughs> <laughs> have their calendar open for 2019. That <laughs> time. Um, I have a schedule, that's why. I know
1: we know um we know who you are now, I we know, know. Harriet met me Harriet Jones, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um anyway, i think that this part is interesting because this is like the um moment when or this is the when ludo is at Ludo's at this point now in his situation <laughs> where everything is kind of crumbling in on him mm-hmm. and. So he's like he he should be at the office. He should be probably working out some of his debts. I understand that feeling. Oh my god, but he's so like un, he's under what is it like swimming under underneath. In, he's yeah. in he's in the red so much that like he can't even do like other things, and he's trying really hard to use his like charm and his celebrity and whatever to get out of this hole that he's built for or he's dug for himself. So, I don't want to like ignore the goblin side of it, right. but um just because Bagman is the person that we've been like following yeah, in no, this definitely. portion of the book, it's interesting to think about the fact that at this moment he's been accosted by Fred and George jo- or he's been cornered by Fred and George, mm-hmm. he's been now he's being cornered by goblins, he's being and he's not like The Jorkins,
0: right, is also missing. missing.
1: And like like, so, like he's not doing. He's like Harry's name was in the goblet of fire. Like he's he's not doing his job. Things are falling apart. Things are falling apart, and he's like not able to hold on anymore. Mm. I guess is like what I'm trying to say. He was looking strained, and had that look he had before the dark mark had appeared. But when Bagman glanced over at the bar, he saw Harry and stood up. In a moment, in a moment, Harry heard him say Bruce brusquely to the goblins, and Bagman hurried through the pub toward Harry with his boyish grin back in place. Harry, everything going, all right, fine. wonder if I could have a quick private word, Harry. You didn't give us a moment, you two, could you? Um, okay, said Ron. So, well, I just thought I'd congratulate you again on your splendid performance against the Hornetail, Harry. Really superb. Thanks, said Harry. Harry saw him glance into the mirror over at the bar who were watching him and Harry um, in silence through their dark, slanting eyes. Absolute nightmare. Their English isn't too good. It's like being back with all the Bulgarians at the Quidditch World Cup. But at least they they use sign language another human would recognize. This lot keep gabbling in gobbledygook, and I only know one word of gobbledygook, bladvak. It means pickaxe. I don't like to view use, use it in case they think I'm threatening them. What do they want? Er, uh, well, they're looking for Brady Crouch. Um, why are they looking for him here? He's at the ministry in London, isn't he? Um, as a matter of fact, I have no idea where he is. He sort of stopped coming to work. Been absent for a couple weeks now. Young Percy, his assistant, said he's, says he's ill. Apparently he's been sending instructions in by Al, but... Um, would you mind not mentioning that to anyone, Harry, because Rita Skeeter is still poking around everywhere she can and I'm willing to bet she's working up illness into something sinister. Probably say it's he's gone missing like Bertha Jorkins.
0: Um so real quick, but like he has, he has um and then yeah, so it's like it's such it's so interesting that like the way that Ludo is saying it is that like he's like he really does think barty has gone missing, whereas like Percy doesn't. He's just like he's writing me letters, he's fine, I can take care of everything. Um and Ludo's like, no, I really don't know where fam is, but, like, I like can't he, handle it right now, and I can't. The
1: Crouch, I is not, the Bernie Crouch I know is not letting some 19-year-old punk right. run his office. 18, actually. 18-year-old 18 punk run his office by, by an hour. Right,
0: right.
1: Ludo's like, mm. Something right. Something right here. Nope.
0: Yeah. It don't add
1: up. It don't add up. It Do you think also it's funny because it was a very Hagrid moment? Like, I'm not supposed to tell you that. Right. Like, he came over here for a specific reason that we're about to get into. And yet, just spilled. And again, it goes back into that, like, he's having such a hard time holding it all together. that he's just like... We don't know where (laughs) he
0: is.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Can you not tell anyone I just said all that stuff? And exactly. And we'll pretend like that didn't happen.
0: Um, have you heard anything about Bertha Jorkins? Harry asked. No, said Bagman, looking strained again. I've got people looking, of course. About time, thought Harry. And it's all very strange. She definitely arrived in Albania because she met her second cousin there. And then she left the cousin's house to go south and see an aunt. And she seems to have vanished without tr- without trace on route. Um, Blow it if I can see where she's got to. She doesn't seem the type to elope, for instance, but still... What are we doing talking about goblins and Bertha Jorkins? I really wanted to ask you. Uh, oh, really quickly, is Bertha Jorkins from Albania? It seems like at least like, she has family there. Then it's just family there, but yeah, I'm curious, if, like maybe one of them, like she's like, even if she's not like native, but like descended or something. Yeah. Um. Uh, so he says, I really wanted to ask you, how are you getting on with your golden egg? Uh, not bad, Harry said truthfully. Um, Bagman seemed to know he wasn't being honest. Listen, Harry, he said in a low voice. I feel very bad about all this. You were thrown into this tournament. You didn't volunteer for it. And if if you, if you, I can help at all, a prod in the right direction. I've taken a liking to you. The way you got past that dragon will just say the word. Um, Harry stayed, stared at Bagman. We're supposed to work out the clues alone, aren't we, he said. Careful to keep his voice casual and not sound as though he was accusing the head of the Department of Magical Games and Sports of breaking the rules. Well, well, yes, said Bagman, but come on, Harry. Said Bagman
1: impatiently. Impatiently,
0: sorry. Um, But come on, Harry. We all want a Hogwarts victory, don't we? Have you offered Cedric help? Harry said. The smallest of frowns creased Bagman's smooth face. No, I haven't. I, well, like I say, I've taken a liking to you. Just thought I'd offer. Well, thanks, said Harry, but I think I'm nearly done here with the egg. A couple more days should crack it.
1: He wasn't exactly sure why he was refusing Bagman's help, except Bagman was almost a stranger to him, and accepting his assistance was still somehow much more like cheating than asking advice from Ron, Hermione, or Sirius. Also, though, you should just be worried in general about people helping you since someone put your name in the Goblet of Fire. And you should be wary in general about people you don't know because you're a child in stranger danger.
0: Hmm.
1: Constant vigilance! He's not. We just talked about this. He's not.
0: He gets the reminders, and they go in one ear and out the other.
1: Bagman looked almost affronted. Couldn't say much more as Fred and George turned up at that point. Hello, Mr. Bagman. Can we buy you a drink? Um, no, no, thank you, boys. Um, well, I must dash. Nice seeing you all. Good luck, Harry. What did he want? Said Ron. He offered to help me with the. Oh wait! So he
0: hurries out of the pub, and the so he basically he like leaves, and the goblins all like have to go after him. Yeah. He literally he's like make a break for it. Yeah, because he's got
1: the goblins on one side and twins on the other, and I don't know who's scarier.
0: Twins they got fireworks.
1: Yeah, Um, and no sense and no chill. Yeah, I would think that adult goblins at least would not hurt someone in public like that. be more sneaky but anyhow he offered to help me with the golden egg he shouldn't be doing that said Hermione looking very shocked he's one of the judges and anyway you've almost worked it out haven't you um nearly well I don't think Dumbledore would like it if he knew Bagman was trying to persuade you to cheat I hope he's trying to help Cedric as much he's not I asked who cares if Diggory's getting help said Ron Harry privately agreed because you're petty
0: and you didn't ask your girl out on time. That's your fault. Right, that's your fault. You were caught slipping. You that don't have no game. In. He was like, yo, what up, Cho?
1: Right. And also, he probably didn't treat her like crap during out the ball. Yeah. Maybe you and Pavar- Parvati. 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 Maybe you and Parvati could be holding hands and talking. She seems a little bit more your, sp- your speed too because she's like got some quick wit and she's sassy and has a good comeback. But no. Or maybe you could be with Jenny. You could sure. ask Jenny. Yeah. All of them things. You had, you had options is what I'm saying. But you, you shot your shot late and then with the other shot you had with the best looking girl in class you were a jerk. So shut up. And go figure out that egg. Constant vigilance. And priorities. Is
0: yeah. Um, those goblins didn't look very friendly, said Hermione. What were they doing here? Looking for Crouch, according to Bagman, said Harry. He's still ill, hasn't been to work. Maybe Percy's poisoning him, said Ron. Probably thinks if Crouch snuffs it, he'll, make, he'll be made head of the Department of International Magical Cooperation.
1: Which is a joke, but is it? <laughs> right.
0: I love all the Percy shade, because it's like, never wrong. Yeah.
1: Um, Hermione gave Ron a don't joke about things like that look. Funny goblins looking for Mr. Crouch. They normally deal with the department um, they normally deal with the department for the regulation and control of magical creatures. Crouch can speak loads of different languages though, said so Harry. Maybe they need an interpreter. Worried about poor echo Goblins now, are you? Ron asked Hermione. Thinking of starting up Spug or something? Society for the Protection of Ugly Goblins. Why are you so racist?
0: He's so terrible, like Ron. You're you're like failing so hard in this book. It's really bad. Huh? Do better.
1: Ha ha. Goblins don't need protection. Haven't you been listening to what Professor Benz has been telling you about the Goblin Rebellions? No. Well, they're quite capable of dealing with wizards. They've, they're they very clever. They're not like house elves who never stick up for themselves. Uh oh. Rita Skeeter entered. She was wearing banana yellow robes today. That's kind of probably pretty cute. Her nails are painted shocking pink. And she was accompanied by her paunchy pedophiliac photographer. Yep. She bought drinks, and she and the doctor made their way through the crowd to a table nearby. Harry, Ron, and Hermione glaring at her, she approached. Didn't seem very keen to talk to us, did he, Bozo? Why now? Why would that be? Do you think? And what's he doing with a pack of goblins? Until anyway, showing them the sights? What nonsense! He is always a bad liar. Reckon something's up. Disgraced ex-head of magical games and sports, Ludo Bagman. Snappy, start to a sentence, Bozo. I think we need to find a story to fit it. So
0: this bro's name really is Bozo. I'm so irritated. My man's name is Bozo.
1: But can we get back to the I know, but I just, he's the, he's. He's a Bozo.
0: He is. Hanging out. And that's his name. Snappy,
1: start to a sentence. We need to find a story to fit it. So she
0: has an idea already. She has a headline.
1: She wants to tell. She she just doesn't
0: know what. Yeah, she's like, I don't know what it is. We but that'll get some though. clicks. Yeah.
1: That sounds good. Yeah. Trying to ruin someone else's life, said Harry Loudly. Harry, you in public. This is not how we behave. This is a dignified event. This is a dignified place. <laughs> it's a
0: bar. I mean,
1: I mean, I know, but okay. I'm saying. Um,
0: Harry, you were, you
1: were a grown... You were a young... You're not grown. You were a young man. Of great import. And you need to behave accordingly. And use your inside voice. Like when I took Aminata to the sports bar. And she was yelling. And I was like, that's cool. You can yell all you want to. But when the commercials come on, use your so inside voice. She's just voice. yelling
0: when everyone else was yelling. Yeah. She, loves,
1: <laughs> she <laughs> loves football. Mostly because you get Because to yell. I yell. And then she yells too. <laughs> The same reason why Corbin loves black church because he can clap and sing. That's
0: hilarious. He don't care
1: what he don't know what's going on, but they <laughs> clap and know. He liked to clap.
0: That's adorable.
1: Um, Mommy liked to yell. So
0: Rita. And so does Harry. Rita's eyes uh, widened behind her jeweled spectacles when she saw who had spoken. Harry, she said, beaming, "How lovely! Why don't you come and join?" I wouldn't come near you with a ten foot broomstick, he Ooh. said. What did you do? To, what did you do that to Hagrid for? Um, Rita uh, raised her eyes heavily. Sorry. She raised her eyebrows. Um, Our readers have a right to the truth, Harry. I'm merely doing my... Who cares if he's half-giant? There's nothing wrong with him. Um, the whole pub had gone quiet. Rita's smile flickered very slightly, but she hitched it back almost at once. She snapped up her crocodile skin handbag, pulled her Quick Quotes quill, and said, How about giving me an interview about Hagrid, the Hagrid you know, Harry? The man behind the muscles. Your unlikely friendship and the reasons behind it. Would you call him a father substitute? Um, Ooh. girl... Hermione stood up very abruptly. Her butterbeer clutched in her hand as though it were a grenade. You horrible woman, she said, with through gritted teeth. You don't care, do you? Even anything for a story, and anyone will do. Don't, won't they? Even Ludo Bagman. Sit down, you silly little girl, and don't talk about things you don't understand.
1: I have to go way back, because the chat is doing things. Um,
0: Can I finish the scene first?
1: No, because... And this is this is back, and I want to do this so then we can get into the scene and then go forward. Oh, we're already in the scene. I know, but Harry settled for chill light, and Ginny just settled, and then Portia went back to Ginny. Ain't that great? And book five, Ginny is so much JK trying to make her relevant, but she is living pumpkin spice no matter what. Damn. Book five, Ginny is one through four. She wasn't a character. Six and seven, she was a plot device. God damn it, y'all are spitting truth now. Wow.
0: Sit down, you silly little girl, and don't talk about things you don't understand," said Rita Skeeter coldly. I know things about what kind of
1: feminism and and solidarity is that? Nothing,
0: Um, not a damn thing. Um, I know things about Ludo Bagman that would make your hair curl. Not that it needs it. Thanks, racism. Um, Let's go," said Hermione. I saw her curls be cute, popping. Shut up. Talk about. Let's go," said Hermione. Come on, Harry, Ron. They left. Many people staring at them as they went. Um, She'll be after you next, Hermione, said Ron. Let her try, said Hermione defiantly. I'll show her. Silly little girl, am I? Oh, I'll get her back for this. First Harry, then Hagrid. You don't want to go upsetting Rita Skeeter, said Ron nervously. I'm serious, Hermione. She'll dig something up on you. My parents don't read the Daily Prophet. She can't scare me into hiding. Um, Striding along so fast, um, it was all Harry and Ron could do to keep up with her. The last, thing Harry had, the last time Harry had seen Hermione in a rage like this, she had hit Draco Malfoy around the face. And Hagrid isn't hiding yes, anymore. Did
1: hit a the she face. did. Remember Never that? forget. Remember that. Never forget. Um, I saw the funniest thing that someone was like. I feel like every sentence should end with, and then, or every chapter of Harry Potter should okay. end with, and then here and then Hermione hit Draco <laughs> in the face. It was the thing they shared about the bad uh, villains or the villains that we shouldn't. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, who shared? It was in the Facebook group. Matthew, Abley shared this really good thing. We'll share it online. Um, but, yeah, the the line for me in that was, like, every, every book should end or every chapter should end with, and then Hermione hit Draco in the face just because. <laughs> it would make the books better.
0: Yeah.
1: Doesn't even need to make sense. Yeah. Draco doesn't even need to be in the scene. <laughs> And then yeah. he got punched in the face again. You got
0: punched in the face. Yeah, that's why he exists. Um, so, and Hagrid isn't hiding anymore. He should never have let that excuse for a human being upset him. Come on. Breaking into a run, they uh, the, she went to Hagrid's cabin. Um, Hagrid, Hagrid, Hermione shouted, <laughs> pounding on his front door. Hagrid, that's enough. We know you're in there. Nobody cares if your mom is a giantess, Hagrid. You can't let that foul Skeeter woman do this to you. Hagrid, get out here. You ju- you're just being... Um, the door opened. Hermione said, about... And then stopped, very suddenly, because she had found herself face-to-face, not with Hagrid, but with Albus Dumbledore. Good afternoon, he said pleasantly, smiling down at him. We, uh, we wanted to see Hagrid, said Hermione in a rather small voice. Yes, I surmised as much. Why don't you come in? Oh, um, okay, said Hermione. So they go into Hagrid's cabin. Can um, you imagine Hermione,
1: who is so about, like, w- playing, like, top-of-the-class Teacher, not teacher's pet, but like wa- wanting to make sure that all of the teachers like respected her and knew that she was like reasonable and smart. And the one time that she, not well, one of the few times that she really loses her shit, Albus Dumbledore, headmaster opens the door. Yeah. That is some, that is some grade A, class A, high, high, high quality writing. It's good stuff. Yeah, Let's give it up for Joe there. <laughs> um,
0: so you they go
1: still gonna like, be bench Joe in the next bonus episode, but like this part,
0: she said that in the next bonus episode. Okay, be good. Um, be good so here. she, Ron, and Hermione went to the cabin. Fang launched himself upon Harry the moment he entered.
1: Aww, um, Fang I miss
0: just, my Zelda. Fang is always happy to see them. Um, Haggard was sitting at his table with two large mugs of tea. He looked a real mess. His face was blotchy, eyes swollen, and he had gone to the other extreme where his hair was concerned. Far from trying to make it behave, it now looks like a wig of tangled wire. That's why you just get some, get a spray bottle and a wide-tooth comb, haggard. That's all you need. And, to and like, it and yeah,
1: it's a pre-poo <laughs> though. oil. Pre-poo. Just let it sit. You can go. You can pre-poo with coconut oil. You just lather it in there, real good, real good, and then just like chill. Bake some rock cakes. Just let it. Just let it get in there though. And then you take sections, start from the bottom, slow, slow, careful, careful. Then you work way up, careful, slow.
0: Slow, not too rough. Hi, Hagrid, said Harry. Then you section it. Okay. Okay. Um Hello, he said in a very hoarse voice. More tea, I think, said Dumbledore. Um and he drew out his wand and resolved, revolving uh, a revolving tea tray appeared in the midair with a plate of cakes. Um and then Dumbledore said, Did you by chance hear what Miss Granger was shouting, Hagrid? <laughs> um Hermione went slightly pink, but Dumbledore smiled at her and continued. Hermione, Harry, and Ron still seemed to want to know you, judging by the way they were attempting to break down the door. Of course we still want to know you, Harry said. You don't think anything that Skeeter Cow... Sorry, Professor, he had quickly looking at Dumbledore. I have gone temporarily deaf, Harry, and I haven't had any idea what you said. Said so Dumbledore twiddling his thumbs and staring at the ceiling. Have
1: a biscuit, Potter.
0: <laughs> you That's how you know him and, uh... That's how you know they're. I want their friends. Some, Dum, some McGonagall and Dumbledore. write the
1: fanfic of McGonagall and Dumbledore at the end of a particularly long day, like after the Weasleys have like put a swamp in the middle of the school or something. Just like getting together and having like dinner and some tea. Isn't there like a show where that happens? It's like they eat together at the end of a. Oh, Star Trek. It happens in Star Trek. Sorry, <laughs> like. I'm um, like, both. Star- in my head, I'm driving Trek- through,
0: like, like sitcoms, like, family sitcoms. I was thinking, so, like, Fresh Prince I was literally thinking, like, of, like, Scandal. I was oh, like, is that
1: on definitely scandal, scandal No, no, no. Star Trek, The Next Generation, Beverly Crusher and Captain Picard do this, and then in uh, Voyager, um, Cohote and, and, um, Janeway will, like, commune together. And, like, the two highest people, That's highest ranking way. officers, and then they can, like, be themselves without having to be, like, the authority figures. But I just need that fanfic of, like, them just, like, being, like, did you see? Like, Dumbledore being, like, listen, I got, like, four owls from Fudge. Girl. You know those, like, girl memes? Mm-hmm. Like, there was, like, uh, Hillary Clinton and, like...
0: Obama. Obama,
1: yeah. Joe Biden, and now there's Maxine Waters. Girl. Mm-hmm. Girl. And, like, Dumbledore being, like, I got, like, four owls from Fudge today Ask me, like, what statue to you? Like, what, is this, what does this mean? And statue two of the international statue seat. Like statue two though. He don't know what that means. he the had. He don't know what that means. And then McGonagall being like, "Girl, the Weasleys, they got this new thing that make your tongue, your tongue weigh a ton, and they don't have no. Dis- they don't have. They just giving it to first years. They don't have no kind of nothing. They just trying it out. And no one was like, hmm, I
0: might like oh, one of those. Yeah. You can give me one.
1: Really, does Confi- it work?
0: Confiscate them. Yeah. Slide
1: it. Got no, no anecdote. But did you find an antidote though? Yeah, we found the antidote. Albusween. I mean, There's not Am <laughs> Can I can I get some of them? Let me in? get one. Let me, let me get one of them. I'ma send it to the I'ma send it to Fudge. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh can I write this fan thing Actually, just can we make this ton, can ton we coffee? make this like a fan film? Cause I like, think yeah, like, I need to see it. I can't read it. I need to see this tea.
0: At Eliana Direct.
1: At Eliana Direct. Um, at Symfinite. Come on.
0: Okay. Um. What happened? Where are we? Oh, okay.
1: I don't know. I, I am in the headmaster's office sipping I tea know. with McGonagall.
0: I know. That's uh, who I am. Right, said Harry sheepishly. I just meant Haggard, how could you think we'd care what that woman wrote about you? Two fat tears leaked out of Hagrid's beetle-black eyes and fell slowly into his tangled beard. <laughs> Living proof of what I've been telling you, Hagrid, I sh- uh, said Dumbledore. I have shown you the letters from countless parents who remember you from their own days here, telling me in uh, no uncertain terms that if I sacked you, they would have something to say about it. Um, which I think is really cool that, like, I mean, people really do love Hagrid. He shouldn't be teaching a he class. He shouldn't be teaching. But people love him. He's, like, he a great... Be- Fact from that one murder. job that he's very qualified and does right. really well, and people loved him. And I think that's what this is missing, right? Is that, like, it's very much got like, context. Hagrid, come back to teach. When it's like, no, Dumbledore, you know, you saw that thing in the paper, and, like, you know it was true. It was a fire crab and a manticore. Why have he, you not gotten rid of these crossed, things?
1: He crossbreeding.
0: Like, he ain't got no... He ain't got no license for that. No, he can't. And then, he, and then
1: he's he not even supposed to use a lawn and
0: he's over here cross-breeding magical creatures. And
1: then and he's then he, he making 14-year-olds deal with it.
0: He ain't got no license for that. do You can be like, you know what, Hagrid? We tried. He ain't got no license I still for want that, you to though. teach here because you're a wonderful gameskeeper and everyone loves you.
1: I would like to tutor you while you study and take your OWLs mm-hmm. and your NEWTs and then get your teaching credential.
0: And which then they you probably don't
1: make people do. No. Because mm. there is Lock literally heart, a unbraved. death eater portray- <laughs> portraying finger. an aura, yep. teaching in this school right Quite now. Quite literally. Quite literally happening at the same time. Um. This is a school. Just in case y'all forgot.
0: So, not all of them said Hagrid. Not all of them want me to stay. Really, Hagrid, if you're holding out for a universal popularity, I'm afraid you will be in this cabin for a very long time. Not a week has passed since I became headmaster of this school when I haven't had at least one owl complaining about the way I run it. But what do I do? Barricade myself in my study and refuse to talk to anybody? Yep, You're not half-giant, said Hagrid. Hagrid, look what I've got for relatives, Harry said furiously. Look at the Dursleys. So I would like to say two things. One, rude. One, um, well, well, no, one, it's not... not yeah, what I was going to say is that, like, one, it's one of those things where, like, it's like oppression. It's like kind of low key, kind of like oppression limits. Where you're like, yeah. He's like, you don't understand how it is to live in this identity. And Harry's like, well, my family, I get my family. And so it's like that's not comparable. Um, that's actually kind of insulting. But the Dursleys are now worse worse than giants, from what Harry has heard of them. So Harry's idea of giants, they're not worth. He's not worth. They're not worse than them and dragons. <laughs> <laughs> like, get the Dursleys just out. Leave like. Put them on an island Woo. in the middle of nowhere. Harry has like only heard the like, white supremacist,
1: blood supremacist version, version of, of what the, a of giant what is. is. And the Durses are worse and than and that. And was still like, i take a giantess mother <laughs> over an Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon, yeah. I'll tell you that much. Listen.
0: That is, that is like just deep, like a, like... There. That is
1: almost as like hearing that a ch- that you are the thing a child fears most in the world as a teacher.
0: Yeah, it is almost that bad. in the entire world.
1: Yeah. Like deep like a soul, deep like fear,
0: like to the point where like that's what your body turns into. Right, that's like, like even like
1: an unconscious like like phobia fear
0: mm-hmm. is you. Yeah. An excellent point, said Professor Dumbledore. My own brother Aberforth was prosecuted for practicing inappropriate charms on a goat. <laughs> <laughs> it was all over the it's papers. It's It is. But it was right. all over the papers, but did Aberforth hide? No, he did not. He held his head high and went about his business as usual. Of course. I'm not entirely sure he can read, so that may not have been bravery. So... That's some, that's some really good sibling shade, and I just want to, like, take a moment and appreciate it a little bit.
1: But also, not only did Aberforth not hide, he then opened a the bar and named it the Hogshead and he said, did. Come at me with goats all over the place. He did. He did
0: do that.
1: So that was some, that was some yeah. I'm sure this
0: is a goat. Yep. It's not the
1: goat,
0: though, but it is, it is one. It, it is, is a one. goat. It is a goat. Come back and teach, Hagrid, said Hermione quietly. Please come back. We really miss you. Um Hagrid gulped more te- more tears leaked down his cheeks and into his tangled beard which never mind. Dumbledore stood up. I refuse to accept your res- your resignation Hagrid and I expect you back at work on Monday. You will join me for breakfast at 8:30 in the Great Hall. No excuses. Good afternoon to you all. Um so Dumbledore left. Hagrid began to sob into his hands. Um great man Dumbledore, great man. Yeah, he is, said Ron. Can I have one of these cakes, Hagrid? Ron. <laughs> Like sometimes it's just a caricature of himself. Just like, like, dude. Can your stomach wait?
1: Like, I understand, <laughs> but can it just wait?
0: Uh-huh. Also,
1: can can you go
0: back to work as a gameskeeper though? And not like then you're not having the conversation, like the real conversation <laughs> that you'd be having here.
1: So there's a very good question, and I'm just gonna leave it open for everyone to um uh tell us what you think on Twitter. Um who is the most competent teacher that Dumbledore has hired. He did not hire McGonagall, by the way. Oh,
0: right. Damn.
1: McGonagall was there.
0: Shit. This is rough.
1: Right. He may have hired Sprout or Dippet,
0: but he did not hire... he didn't hire Dippet. Dippet was uh, the professor before. Oh, he didn't hire Dippet. I would say Lupin. Flitwick is is older than McGonagall. I don't think he hired
1: Flitwick either
0: book is older than dirt. Um, I would say,
1: I would say Remus. I would say Remus too, from what we know. But please know. tell us um, in on, use hashtag wizard team. Mm-hmm. So, we um, <clears throat> we get to Hagrid telling his story. He got up, went to the dresser, and took down a picture. A crinkled, uh, a, tr- a picture of a short wizard with Hagrid's crinkled black eyes, beaming as he sat on top of Hagrid's shoulders. Hagrid was a good seven or eight feet tall, judging by the apple tree beside him. This was Taken just after I got into Hogwarts. Dad was dead chuffed. Thought I might not be a wizard to because me mom. Well, anyway. Of course, I never was great shakes at magic, really. But at least he never saw me expelled. Died see in me second year. Wasn't great shakes at magic, really. But as a teacher in a school of magic. Anyway, Delmodore was the one who stuck up for me after Dad went Got Me the gamekeeper's job. Trust people, he does. Gives them second chances and what sets them apart from the other heads. He'll accept anyone at Hogwarts as long as they've got the talent. Knows people can turn out okay even if their families were not well, all that respectable. But some don't understand that. There's some who'll always hold it against you. There's some who'd even pretend they just had big bones rather than stand up and say, I am what I am and I'm not ashamed. Never be ashamed, my old dad used to say. There's some who'll hold it against you, but they're not worth bothering with. And he was right. I've been an idiot. I'm not bothering with her no more. I promise you that, Big Bones. I'll give her big bones. He just totally he, went he, left. It was
0: <laughs> it was a tangent. What? It was it was it was one. It was straight with her team. It was one as wizard as that we as wizard team should be proud of. In fact, that, that was, was that was a good. It was really good.
1: That was straight I, weather her I team. Appreciate
0: that a lot, actually. Harry and
1: Ron looked at each. Harry Ron and Hermione looked at each other nervously, like, but I thought we were talking.
0: Well, talk about uh, awkward um harry harry would right. have rather taken 50 <laughs> blast-ended scroots for a walk than admit to hagrid that he had overheard him talking to madame maxine so, H- harry and these uh these uh, priorities <laughs> dude why are you yes. how is this and happening maybe it's like i don't know ah That's anyway
1: so what do you know nice. harry when i first met you you reminded me a bit you reminded me of me a bit. Mum and dad gone, and you were feeling like you wouldn't fit in at Hogwarts, remember? Not sure you were really up to it. And now look at you, Harry. School champion. You know what I'd love, Harry? I'd love you to win. I really would. it is show them all. You don't have to be pure blood to do it. You don't have to be ashamed of what you are. It'll show them Dumbledore's the one who's got it right, letting anyone in as long as they, got. they can do magic. How's it going with that egg, Harry? Great. Really great. Hagrid's miserable face broke into a wide, watery smile. That's my boy. You show him, Harry. You show him. Beat him all. Lying to Hagrid wasn't quite like lying to anyone else. Harry went back to the castle later that afternoon with Ron Hermione, unable to banish the image of the happy expression on Hagrid's whiskery face as he had imagined Harry winning the tournament. The incomprehensible egg weighed more heavily than ever on Harry's conscience that evening, and by the time he went to bed, he had made up his mind. It was time to shelve his pride and see if Cedric's hint was worth anything.
0: Yeah, you should have done that two weeks ago, but that's cool.
1: But I love that he does do it for Hagrid, because lying to Hagrid means something to him, and it it makes him feel gross, like, I, it's, it's, weirdly call back to what um, Rita said about, like, is he, like, a substitute father figure, type of thing, right? Because, like, when you disappoint your parents or, like, people that you really respect, it feels gross and wrong, and you can't. You won't get right until you get it right.
0: Yeah. That's true.
1: So, who's your MVP? Now, I
0: was going to say, then this make people mad and it might be a tangent, but, and then yet, there's no Albus Rubius. Albus Rubius really rolls off the tongue, too. It's actually kind of lit.
1: So, you got to die? Yep. And be shit. Yep. You cannot be shit, but you die. Who is the only... Person. Who, oh yeah, Luna. Who
0: didn't die? But still, okay. So, who was your MVP and who was binged?
1: My MVP is Hermione Same. slash Dumbledore. Um, Dumbledore's only in there for a second, but he really like it, it's that whole you know holiday Dumbledore type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a way that is actually like meaningful and important. Um, and I love that we get Dumbledore wisdom and not like the really like quotable. Type of way. We get in a kind of sillier way. We're going to move your dad a little bit. He <laughs> um, like like And he'll be saying something real smart, but yet out of pocket at the same time. Um, and then I got a bench. Wait, read- wait,
0: wait. MVPs oh. first. Oh, yeah. MVPs. Um, I did Hermione um, because she is really just the person who's like. You know, I'm really going to need Amani like, to put a cap on these. <sighs> Portia it too. <laughs> <Okay>. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do think that like Hermione really, like th- this is when she's like, okay, now it's more. We're going, Yeah, like, come on Rita, come at me. Um,
1: I loved her clap back. I ain't got parents, my parents, like my parents ain't wizards, they right. don't get the daily profit.
0: And I know I don't just F what any one of these other people say. Exactly. That's real. So let's do it. So Amani and Portia both uh, made Grubbly Plank and Hermione, um, their MVPs. she said a little Dumbledore. Hashtag Black Women <laughs> at Work. Splash, a splash of Dumbledore. This is for flavor. Salt. A little salt bay. Uh huh. Um. Who? Okay. Who did you bench? Rita Skeeter. Rita Skeeter. Um. I
1: kind of had this moment of wanting to bench Ron, but like he was really just being Ron. Like it was just.
0: And I also think that like. Ron. What? Like, yeah. And I also think that like because he hasn't. Like, sometimes there's worse people, and then also because he, like, just fell yes last yeah. week. Like, his,
1: bar is, his bar is not that it's high. so low.
0: And, <laughs> that, like,
1: but I... I but it, I, it always, like, whenever it comes down to, like, benching one of, like, the trio or an adult, I'm like, you're an adult. And just because I, you know, am a huge journalism nerd and fan and whatever... It bothers me that she's so just like there's a there's a code of conduct, there are ethics, these things matter, and you're not you're just violating like ethics violation on ethics violation. Kellyanne Conway. Like <laughs> yeah. calm down. Also, um who did I say? Anne Coulter. She got both of them. It's yeah. gross. Yeah.
0: She's really gross. The worst. Um who did you bench? Cool. I benched Rita as well because she's also the worst yeah um I might Dumbledore, which I'm just like in a he in just, a chapter of Rita and like he, I'm usually on the same page but like in a he, chapter of Rita he you has this feelings Dumbledore. about
1: Dumbledore I know He's, let me go up a little bit he said I know um, still
0: and I know why and I get it
1: Blind eye Dumbledore and Hollywood Holiday Dumbledore are the only ones that he tolerates um, because, and then Portia said, because every other one is centered on my patriarchy,
0: and <laughs> I said, yep. Right, and he didn't say he benched Dumbledore for aiding the patriarchy and hiring unqualified teachers to ruin generations of magical children. Which, when you put it like that, makes sense. That, you know, Harry and Ron didn't know about he the Rebellions. And that was a thing that they've been learning for a pretty long time. Um right. Portia benched Rita and Malfoy, Draco Malfoy. Which I'm going to write just so... I can. But you could that.
1: also just bench all of the Malfoys because they raised Draco Malfoy. That's
0: true, but we're not going to do all that because I have an organized spreadsheet to keep up.
1: That's true, Yes. Um,
0: but yeah, so awesome. Thank you for listening. Next week we will be discussing chapter 25 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, The Egg, and The Eye. Uh, make sure to read and follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who has benched. For this chapter, um, also let also us know all the all the other Goblet of Fire chapters if you haven't. Um, we do this reminder, and then like people are behind, and then it takes a minute to get here. But um, just remember that like even if you're behind, you can still vote on the book that we're reading. So if you come to this like two weeks from now, and we're on some other chapter, you, you can, can still vote. vote. Um, we I count them all. You can
1: vote until we watch the movie. Until we
0: watch the movie, which but, isn't until, like, the end of June or something, so let us... You have time. Yeah, you have a lot of time. Um, so let us know, and also... Let
1: us know who you think the most competent teacher Dumbledore has yes. hired.
0: shout out to Portia for that question. That Dumbledore's hired, not that just works at Hogwarts. Yeah. So you gotta really think, it's a little... It's,
1: it's time, timelines go come into this, yep. um, and the answer is not Hagrid.
0: No, it's not. It's not, so. Um. If you would like to join the conversation on Twitter, you can add us at We Black and Nerds and use the hashtag wizard team.
1: You can follow Bayana at Yana underscore hallows, like deathly Y-A-N-A underscore Hallows.
0: And Robin at Robin underscore Ravenclaw, as in what Harry is not, and it's Robin with the Y. Yeah. Um, Facebook, Black Girls Create, Instagram and Tumblr, Black Girls Create. Don't forget to join our Slack if you wanna talk to us. If you don't, that's fine too. You know, like we, we don't give wanna you talk to face. you either. It's totally cool. Fine. Um we or you talk to us in other ways? Yeah. That's fine too. Available and we also have jobs and things that aren't fun, but you know.
1: We have jobs? Kidding. Alright, we will <laughs> talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.